We are in week 10 of the National Football League here on the pylon here on Impact AINFM. My name is Jay DeCosta, your host for today's show. we got Oscar Henderson and Jack David once again as our co-hosts. we got another loaded NFL slate and cannot wait to look to get to it. So, fellas, how are we doing on this Friday afternoon? Good. Uh, really good day of the NFL last Sunday. Uh, yeah, a lot was. of exciting games. Big games all over the place. We had uh, awesome quarterback performances. We'll get into that later. Yeah, it was a good week. Yeah, I mean, we had a great slate of football. I mean, I want. I mean, I guess we could start off with the uh, the Germany game last Sunday, uh, if I could speak uh, against the for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. Twenty one fourteen final, kind of a low scoring game for these two high powered offenses. Yeah. Pretty ugly. I would say pretty ugly football. But the Chiefs were able to get it done against the high powered Dolphins, twenty one to fourteen. Um, Oscar, I'll start off with you. I mean, what were you, I mean, if you were if you were up watching that game, what were your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I was up watching this game. Um, it was it was a very interesting game to see, say the least. We talked about the Chiefs sort of struggling on offense last week, and sort of how their defense has been carrying them uh, throughout some of these games so far, and been making the big plays to get wins. And I mean, they did that again. Not much from the offense again um, this week. And uh, defense absolutely showed out against the best offense in the NFL right now. And, I mean, on the Dolphins' end, too, we said this last week, uh, until Mike McDaniel can prove that he can win against a team Mm -hmm. above 500, I can't – this team cannot be taken legit as a – well, I'm sure they can make the playoffs, but as a playoff threat or a Super Bowl threat, I don't think they can get to quite that level yet until uh, until they can – beat a team that's above 500 and I mean they really did have a chance to do it this game but like missed call by Tua at the end of the play uh, muff snap and a really bad pass just sealed their fate for them and yeah, it's it seems to be the same story for Miami over and over again. Yeah, it is. I mean, we I think we brought this up last week, uh, mentioning their wins and who they are against: Chargers, Patriots twice, Broncos, Giants, Panthers. Those are some of the worst teams, mm-hmm. minus Chargers. Those might be like. I would maybe say my like bottom four, bottom five teams Probably, in the league. Probably, yeah. Really. Uh, but, yeah, you're totally right. They had the chance to win it. I mean, uh, they were down 21-0 uh, late in that first half. Uh, they came back, but they were down in the red zone, and then back-to-back plays, Tua absolutely just underthrows the ball. I have to assume that yeah. – I hope that he – that he and the wide receiver had a miscommunication because it was such a bad throw <laughs> yeah. and so underthrown that if he was trying to actually throw it to the end zone, he just couldn't get there. That's terrible. Like you can't do that as an NFL quarterback. And then the play after, like you mentioned, the muff snap to end it for Miami. Uh, so now they are. They said it's six and three, still atop of the uh, AFC East. East. But I mean, that's not very hard to do this no. season so far. No, 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 not at all. Especially with the Bills. Well. We'll get into them later. Uh, they lost to the Bengals this week. They have not looked like themselves really at all this year. I mean, they've had a couple good points. I mean, they beat Miami earlier on. But, yeah, so this week they'll they'll play uh, the Raiders. So that hopefully they can get back on their feet. But I don't know. I mean, the Raiders played great against the I, Giants. I, yeah, Antonio Pierce say, has those boys playing. I was so, going to say, Antonio Pierce, he's got, he's got I, those. I, I like, I like, I like Antonio guy. Pierce a lot. I, I like really this like guy him. so far. I mean, hearing the Jake Glazer story that we had yeah. from uh, – the reason why Josh McDaniels got what fired. What a loser Josh McDaniels <laughs> That was probably the, the most crazy story ever. The team I'm not coaching currently. It was a team I used to coach for. Uh, yeah, that was bad luck. Yeah. So. And I don't know if you guys saw the report that, like, 
Well, obviously they hate. You saw the video of them like smoking cigars after the oh, game. Oh yeah, they hated Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Everybody because, does now. I, I, mean, I don't think this, I don't blame them. I don't blame him either. No. This guy's probably never going to get a coaching uh, head coaching job in the no. NFL. Again. I mean, he had his chance in Denver and then now in Vegas. And yeah, I mean, both they, of them have been unmade disasters. So they like Antonio Pierce now. It's like the Rich Passaccia all over again, and then they'll make the playoffs. So definitely, so, I, obviously, this team has a lot to uh, to work on. So does that mean Antonio still, Pierce but... is going to become a, a coordinator for the Packers next year? Because that's yeah, where Rich Passaccia is right now. Some team. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> Raiders get that win over the Giants, thirty to six. Other NFL storylines, we got to talk about CJ Stroud because this guy is on another oh, planet right. of rookie quarterbacks right now. Uh, first of all, I just want to touch on his season stats. He's thrown for 2,270 yards, 14 touchdowns, and only one interception. First of all, that's like MVP numbers right now. I was about to right say, now. he's playing himself into the MVP conversation. It's, As a rookie quarterback, and against the Buccaneers in that comeback win, which the Texans looked dead in that game. And then C.J. Stroud leads them back, 470 yards and five touchdowns, including mm-hmm. the game-winning drive, I believe, in like the last 10 seconds or whatever. And they lost their kicker, Kai Fairbairn. <laughs> So they had to have somebody else kick Daria Agumbawale. Shout out Daria Agumbawale for yeah. nailing that. Uh, was it the field goal or extra point? It was. Uh, extra I think point. it was an extra. I think it was, it was a field goal. Regardless, it I mean, he's not a kicker, a and he made a kick for like that was like 25, 30 yards. Very impressive. Uh, but yeah. yeah, back to Shroud. Yeah, he has cemented himself as the rookie of the year. I think by far. I, 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 yeah. I don't know I, who else would it be. I mean. I would say like Bijan, but Arthur Smith doesn't utilize Bijan him correctly, which just hasn't I done mean, that much recently. Off. If Jameer Gibbs looks like he yeah, has been the past too, couple guess, weeks, then but maybe. But he just shows the odds on. I think it's like, I think I saw something so on. It's probably uh, like minus a hundred, like minus a hundred. He's like minus a thousand or something. Yeah, yeah. So he's got so. that locked up. So I, I mean, he is unbelievable. I mean, th- as a Good. rookie. This dude, I mean, the Texans found their guy, obviously, but I mean, what D'Amico Ryan's? I want to. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's what he's built down there, and is only his first year. I mean, they're they've already looked miles better than they've looked the last couple of years. It it's something about the Kyle Shanahan tree and defensive <laughs> really specifically is. that just it, they just seem to know how to turn these like horrible franchises around. But no, I mean, I. <laughs> I was one of the biggest CJ Stroud doubters coming into the season. I I I've seen like some of his games against two of the games against Michigan. The one against Georgia he played, he looked really good. That was his best collegiate that game. That was his best collegiate game, but the the main problem for me was as I said, I could not see this guy handling NFL type of pressure that he's going to get. Every time he was under pressure in college, he Well, that, that was his biggest question was like mobility slash like Improviser, like yeah. what do you do when the play breaks down? Because yeah. you're not going to have a perfect pocket every play in the NFL, especially on the team like the Houston Texans yes, as well. Where their offensive line is in, Laramie Tunsil, and that's that's and about it. The and crew, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nobody. So else. I, I mean, he's just looked absolutely phenomenal. He looks perfect, uh, out of formation, in formation. Mm-hmm. He's making right, timely throws. Um, I mean, the guys around him, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and Dalton Schultz have really Noah stepped Brown. up. Dalton Schultz. Noah Brown had an amazing game last week, too, even. I mean, the, the this team, I they definitely have their guy for the future. He could possibly be by the end of the season in the MVP conversation. It's 100% possible. And just what a... Panthers fans got to be going through it right now. Oh, with Bryce Young, yeah, I, Bri- with the too. with them seeing what CJ Stroud is yeah. doing right now and looking at how Bryce Young has been performing through them. Granted, I can't say it is all Bryce Young's fault. The the team no, around him. No, and just, I I really like Bryce. So yeah, I I, I, I 
I still hold that hope, and I still believe that he will become a good NFL quarterback. I do too, like, but like top man, ten at some it, point, it's got a sting right now. To yeah, see yeah, how yeah, for well sure. Well, CJ Stroud is playing compared I, to Bryce. Young I don't believe right it now. for passing on him though. There's never been really an Ohio State quarterback that has succeeded in recent memory. I mean, Fields is still in Chicago. Who knows? He he's been. Looks like as right now they're going to move on from him. Probably. Oh, wow. He's um, got that injury still going on. I mean, CJ Stroud looks like he's broken that Ohio State curse of quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. I, 100%. You, you, you don't have a 470-yard and five-touchdown game, and you're not going to be a star in the league. You just yeah. – so, yeah, they, I, they I, got their guy. I'm really excited to see how this team continues to progress. I mean, they've clearly – uh, they clearly have been drafting right with the picks of C.J. Stroud yeah, we didn't even and Will Anderson. Also, Will Anderson. He's been playing he's absolutely been great. phenomenal quiet, so far this great. year. Yeah, he even had a sack last game against uh, Tampa Bay. Like this, this team is going in the really great direction right now, and especially with uh, how they've been going on the past four to five years, and even around the time when they had Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. It's still kind of good to see this team start making. Good yeah, executive decisions back. and yeah. make some progress. They definitely and, I mean, played themselves into the wild card uh, spot, into one of the wild card spots in a absolute loaded AFC. I mean, they'll have to go up against some other teams that'll be fighting for those spots. They play Steelers, the Bengals next week, Bills. then yeah. the Cardinals, and then they go to Jacksonville. I, I mean, looking at the schedule, that's nine and eight, and with how possible. the AFC playoff race has been mm-hmm. coming out. I, I think nine and eight might be able to get this team yeah, possibly into the playoffs. They're four and four right now, so if they just duplicate uh, this stretch so far and then add one more win, they'll be nine and eight. They'll be right there. Um, yeah, I but, mean, and you got—I don't mean to interrupt, but they got the Cardinals. Okay. They're hosting the Cardinals. Um, actually, no, that, that's I, that's next week. But you, you go to the Bengals this week, and you got the Cardinals next week. Your schedule does get a little like easier. You got teams like the Broncos, the Jets, the Titans. Stuff. Very Titans winnable twice. schedule. Titans twice, yeah. Colts, uh, Colts as well. Is game versus the Jaguars at home. You never know what can happen in they, that game. They so beat the I mean, Jaguars in yeah, Jacksonville earlier yeah. this year. Exactly. I mean, it it's entirely possible for this team to make the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, nothing much else you can say. With how but, Shroud's playing, I won't be surprised. Yeah. I'll, I'll root for him. You know, I I, I I'm excited to see, to see how this guy, team but... continues to look moving forward, mm-hmm. especially if they continue to add uh, talent like they have been uh, this past year and. Yeah, a lot of excitement for Houston right now. Oh yeah, definitely. Sure. I mean, you got your, you got your quarterback. I mean, last year around this time, this this organization was kind of in flux. They fired uh, their uh, president Jack Easterby, mm-hmm. which is thank God because thank he God. was a disaster for them. It's been a really quick turnaround for them. I mean, it all started with the hiring of D'Amico Ryan's, and you draft Stroud, and you get uh, Will Anderson. I mean, you trade up for Will Anderson, and now you got. You got a foundation in place for this team, and it's gonna be really interesting to see how they they do for the rest of the season because you know you got that winnable schedule, and Stroud is playing MVP level this year. So we'll have to see. It'll be a lot of fun to watch uh, the rookie quarterback uh, play the rest of the year. So on to the other NFL stuff going on. Uh, we gotta to touch on the Ravens because they're I keep betting against them, and they're just biting me in the you know what thirty seven to three over the Seahawks. They're an absolute freight train right now. Um, have you guys heard of Keaton Mitchell? Oh, out of East Carolina. Yes, I know this, this guy. Nine, I, wa- a, I wanted the Steelers to sign him I, as a UDFA. Have a, but, have a day, Keaton yeah, Mitchell. Nine, uh, yeah, Mitchell. nine catches for, um, or, or excuse me, uh, nine uh, carries. carries for 138 yards and a touchdown. So he, I mean, the undrafted guy. That How about that? And then Gus Edwards, two touchdowns on the day. Lamar Jackson, not really that much through the air, only well, didn't 187, have to do but it didn't I, really matter. I 
I mean, this team's missing their running back one. They were they just signed this guy from waivers, what, last week or who? Uh Keaton Mitchell last week, a couple weeks ago even. I think so. They're yeah. they're on their second and third and fourth string running backs right now. Lamar Jackson only ran for sixty yards in the game against Seattle and they still had two hundred and ninety eight rushing yards. Because they and are playing like the best blew team out the, the Seattle Seahawks. I, I mean we, when we touched on the Seahawks last week and them being 5-2, and two, I said I wanted to wait and see how this defense can do against an offense like Baltimore right. when they uh, allowed 31 points up against that Detroit. Was, you were correct in being hesitant. Well, now they put up 30, now they got 37 put up on them by Lamar Jackson and only scored three uh, on the offensive end. I mean, this, this defense the Ravens have right now is phenomenal, especially in the— division they play it's going to win them a lot of games the mm-hmm. AFC North is a very defensive uh division so far this year and they have I mean they've been absolutely balling out on the defensive end on the ball and Lamar Jackson again he, his stats are not blowing anyone away right now but no. I mean 21 for 26 for 187 passing yards no interceptions he's playing really really efficient football right yes. now and while I mean he doesn't have these mind-boggling stats that he may have had in this MVP uh, candidate year. He's still leading this team to one of the best off- as one of the best offenses in the NFL right now. Yeah, and I think it- they just they look like a, a, a saw right now. They're yeah. just mowing through these teams right now. With I ease. think a good way to put it is uh, complimentary uh, football from Lamar Jackson. I mean, when your team is rushing for 300 yards, you don't have to do – a lot more. Just don't turn the ball over, which he didn't do. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe he did. Okay, he did lose a fumble, so he did turn it. He did turn it over, but he didn't throw a pick. Um, so on his side, he he didn't. You don't have to do a lot when your team runs for 300 yards. You just have to sit back and just make the correct plays. Uh, also, shout out Odell. Finally got his first touchdown on his birthday. Good for that guy. There you go. Uh, yeah. I mean, Odell coming off that ACL, is it mm-hmm. nice to see him get he's a definitely, touchdown on his he's, birthday? He's definitely not the player that he was. No, he's not. Not uh, not even close. But it's still nice to see him uh, in 2023 able to get a touchdown for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so the Ravens get that 37-3 to win. I mean, that they're an absolute wagon right now. I There's no one really stopping them. I mean, they just I, keep blowing these teams out. I still think they have to be the favorite to come out of the AFC so far this year. I mean, oh, I the way they've been playing these teams so far, especially these really, really good teams, they're okay. going to have a really big stretch to see uh, where they're point. at Can right we get now. into they that? Have... Who do we think is the favorite to come out of the AFC? Because I disagree. You disagree? So Kansas City is obviously I, I think right now it has to be Baltimore. This is they're the one most... Of them. This Kansas is the City's most the complete team favorite. right now. Right. Kansas City's right there. I think Kansas City would be right there. Also, then, Cincinnati. Then you, yeah, but say you got a Cincinnati I, team. That's but but right now, Baltimore looks like the most complete team in the NFL right now, and they're doing it in probably the most unconventional way. I mean, if you look at this team on paper, you especially this offense, you would not the expect them to be putting up thirty-seven points no. on that Seattle Seahawks defense that been that has been so good uh, this year, but. Yeah, man. I credit to Lamar. Credit to the uh, credit to John Harbaugh or again trying to find a ways to win. And yeah, I mean, cr- great, great game from the Ravens. Yeah. So, so you would say the Ravens are your favorite to I come out? I think so. Right now, I'm still going the Chiefs. I mean, Lamar has to prove to me that he can win the playoffs. Uh, I was he about to hasn't say. really yet. I mean, he won that one game in 2020 against the uh, Titans, but other than that. He hasn't really shown a ton yet. Um, I'll take. I'm gonna go Kansas City as of right now. 
but the Ravens are right there. Yeah, I I would go with Kansas City as well. I I totally agree with your statement about Baltimore. I just brought up their 2019 schedule. In 2019, that was the year Lamar won the MVP. They were just going off. Like here's here's some scores. Uh, some point totals that they had. Obviously, week one, they had put up 59 against Miami. That was the year they were terrible. They had 49, 41, 45. Those were back-to-back-to-back. They had 42 as well. Uh, So they had a great regular season, just killing it offensively. The Mar didn't even have to throw a lot. They lose round one to Tennessee. So... Yeah, that's that's gonna be the big question with Lamar. He doesn't like like you mentioned, he did have the one win in twenty twenty, but besides that, he doesn't really have a lot to show for himself when it comes to the playoffs. And a guy that does have a lot to show for himself, two championships. It is Patrick Mahomes, but it is Patrick Mahomes. So I, it's it's hard for me to bet against Patrick. I know the offense is struggling, they are a hundred percent, but for the first time, maybe in his entire career, he can truly lean and be confident in leaning on his defense to help him out. He only had to put up 21 uh, points against the Miami Dolphins with all of these players, and they still won the game. So, yeah, I would go with Kansas City as well. With a quick mention to Jacksonville, they they aren't flashy, uh, but they just keep finding a way to win. I mean, we'll bring up – they're playing San Francisco in probably the game of the day uh, on Sunday, but – yeah, that's a team that I really think – I mean, they haven't really played Kansas City well. They, they don't really beat them. But besides that, I think that's a team that could play themselves into a conference championship appearance. Just wanted to yeah, mention definitely. that too. But No, I mean, we'll have to see. It's it's AFC is loaded. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I want to touch on – say in the AFC, I want to touch on Sunday Night Football real quick. 24-18 final, the Bengals over the Buffalo Bills. Joe Burrow, I mean, he just is continuing. It seems like his cap is fully healthy. It has to be. Right? Three forty-eight, two touchdowns. To They're turning on at a great time. At great time. I don't, I'm not betting against this team anytime soon because I feel like they just. I mean, we saw it last year. They always start off really slow, and then they just turn it on when the the weather starts to change. And we're we're seeing that this team is peak right now. It's the or their peak is at all time high right now. So yeah, I I mean. <laughs> Joe Burrow also just he feels like one of those players, just like Mahomes or Brady. Yeah, he's, before him, you just he can't is the, bet he is the number the two quarterback in the league. You he you can't bet against the guy. He's gonna come out and win you a football game. And again, he looks one hundred percent healthy now, and like the Joe Burrow that we know him to be. And now they're fully able to really rely on him to go out and win these football games. They, I mean, looking at the offensive side of the ball, it was really all him. Who did most of the damage really, against right. uh, I mean, Buffalo? They only rushed for Mixon had, 54 yards. Their yeah. highest receiver had only 110. Jamar Chase only had 41 uh, well, he, receptions. He hurt his back. He did right. hurt his back, so he went out early. Which that but, could be a problem for Cincinnati because that's not like a that's probably going to be a back thing that's going to linger yeah, on for a couple I, weeks. I, here I just saw an update on him. Uh, Zach Taylor has said uh, we will see on Jamar Chase first this upcoming Sunday. When I would they, uh, I would almost sit him for Houston because your next four games Houston. Houston, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Yeah. If you can heal them up against Houston, because I would say Houston Because they also probably... have T. Higgins out as yes. well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so they, they're, they're going to be a little – they, they may be a little board. short on wide receiver uh, against Houston. But, I, I mean, yeah, this, this team now uh, – don't let the record fool you. This is one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Um, when Joe Burrow is healthy – this team is a Super Bowl contender, and 100%. they've shown it right now. They've sh- they're showing it these past uh, this nice little win streak that they've gone on. And I mean, on the Buffalo side of the ball, this is 
exactly sort I, of the game I, would I expected be from so mad Josh about the Buffalo Allen. fan because right, just not Josh Allen specifically, but Buffalo in general. This is just Buffalo can't get it together. You you see this every time they play Cincinnati. They like they'll show you some hope at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. They had that nice little scoring drive, uh, nice response to Cincinnati once after they went down the field and scored. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was nothing. That was it. That until... was that was essentially all they scored throughout the game. They they had a touchdown in the fourth Wait, quarter, yeah. but at this I I've been I've been saying it throughout the season. This team, it, it's a it's a fake good team. They they <laughs> are fake. Good. I mean, they I, you, they have all this talent on defense. They have uh not enough talent on offense. I feel like to support especially what are, the ru- best like running the ball like. Josh Allen no is an amazing back. thrower, but they lean on him too much rushing the ball. Besides Josh Allen, they only had eight carries to backs. It was it, James Cook had six, Latavius Murray had two. It's, that was it. I, I don't think they've invested uh, in the right positions for this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the talent they have on defense, yet half of them can't even step on the field for most games because nope. they're injured all the time. Yep. Like, What's the point of having all these names on, names on defense if – they can't actually go up on the field, and now your offense is suffering because of it because they don't have the star talent around Josh Allen to really uh, make it a you know successful yeah. offense. I mean, I think we're starting to finally see the cracks in how this team has been built. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they do throughout the rest of the year. I I mean, it it does really look like they could miss the playoffs. And I think Sean McDermott's job is on the line. I that's the thing. I <sighs> don't. That's... That's you can, tough. He has he's had so much recent success in Buffalo that I think they're willing to give him a little bit of a leash, especially considering where they were before uh, Sean McDermott took over. But that this is this is a bad look, and it it seems like we're kind of sort of seeing where the Sean McDermott ceiling is. That you know this can be a really nice, good regular season team, but they just don't really have enough to get themselves yeah. over the hump and win a Super Bowl. It I would like. say next year, that's going to be the year that's really going to be telling for Sean Definitely. McDermott because I still still think Buffalo will probably end up making the playoffs. If they don't, I don't think they would fire him, but like they're going to have some I, serious conversations with Sean a, saying, hey, it's such a tough we're not firing you now, though. but next year you have to go win at a higher level than you have because if you don't, there's no reason for us to believe that you can, and we need to get a guy that can. So it, Definitely. And I, I mean, looking at the schedule they have, it's, it is – it is a brutal, brutal schedule, oh, yeah. too. I mean, they'll have next week against the Broncos. That should be a win. But then you're going against the Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, and then your last game of the year is going to be at Miami. I mean, it's it, a really, really tough Miami's schedule. Number, but besides that, like Jets, that's a – even though that, how how badly Robert Sala wants to hold on to Zach Wilson, game. quarterback That's going to be a very close game. That defense is legit. Yeah. Not really trusting this Buffalo offense right now. I, at Philly, loss. At Kansas City, loss. Dallas, that's up in the air. Even at LA uh, for the Chargers, that's up in the air. I, I mean, nine and eight's a legit, legit possibility for this team. Which, for them to win less than ten games, even even to win ten games, disappointment. Yes. Um, as far as the Super Bowl window, I think it might start. It's starting to close a little bit. Definitely. Really is. I mean, but, we're seeing a lot of the main talented pieces on this team show their age, especially. Yeah. Vaughn Miller's yeah. getting up there in age. Javius White, I mean, I don't know if he's going to end up ever coming back and playing football again after if he comes back, ACL I don't think tear. I don't think he's going to look the he's same. He's not going to be the same. I I mean, yeah. Th- this team is starting to get hurt. 
They were seeing its age. We're seeing that they didn't put talent in the right places where they should have put talent, and now they're sort of yeah. having they to put pay too for much, their They put their too sins. much into the Gabe Davis basket for them to actually get a God. effective complimentary wide receiver to I was, Stephon Diggs. I, I, I keep on having this argument with people who I live with. People still think Gabe Davis is a legit wide receiver, no. too. Khalil Shakir out of Boise State's outplaying him right now. I And I like Khalil Shakir a lot I, more than I like I, Gabe I Davis. I hate this Gabe Davis argument that people love to put. It's it's one. He's not he had, a legit wide receiver. He had a monster game in the in the AFC Conference champ, Championship game. And let's not forget the one ago. game he had against Pittsburgh. I guess that's yeah. That's kind of because he had like one ninety nine yard touchdown against a terrible team. At that point, uh, yeah. actually, they, now yeah. at any point, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, I'm totally off Gabe Davis. A huge game in Cincinnati. You can't. You can't throw up a goose egg. You can't. You have to catch at least the ball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm off him, but. Yeah, now tough times for Buffalo. Really right is now. tough. It really times. is. No, I mean it's it's really it's tough because I don't know. Like I said, I think their Super Bowl window is closing, but we'll have to see. I mean, they're still really talented, and what? Yeah, it's 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 getting it's getting clo- clo- it's closing and closing as we speak. So on to Thursday night football. This, if you are not a Panthers or Bears fan, you are our true sicko watching this game because. I almost fell asleep watching this as a Bears fan. <laughs> and the Bears 16-13 win over the Carolina Panthers. And the Bears had to win this game for draft position because the Bears own the the Panthers pick in the draft and the Panthers have the number one or the Panthers have the worst record right now. So the Bears have a forty percent chance of getting the number one pick right now, which is kind of nice. And hey, maybe they select a quarterback, who knows what they do with it. But it's nice to have two top five picks and that can really accelerate a rebuild. Um Tyson Bajan Still starting over the injured Justin Fields, 162 yards, not really much from him. Uh, Deontay Foreman had a nice day, uh, 80 yards and a touchdown. I mean, this game just was awful. I mean, yeah. uh, Bryce Young Bryce Young is not playing well good at all. And yeah, Frank really. Reich, and I, Frank Reich doesn't look like a great hire right now. He, I mean, I don't think yeah. he's one and done, but I mean, he's, I just don't think he's a very good football coach, to be honest. I, I mean, we heard all offseason how. Bryce Young was supposed to be Frank Wright's guy. I mean, because he wasn't Frank Wright the one that was like, I don't want Trout. He said uh, he was specifically the one who was like, I want Bryce Young as my quarterback. And people thought, you know, this is the exactly type of quarterback that Frank. And at that point, I would have, I thought he was correct. Yeah, but obviously, have things have (laughs) played out. You you have one that's playing himself into the MVP conversation, then you have one that is the quarterback of a one and eight team. So we think it's starting to just come down to coaching that do we think that D'Amico Ryans is just that much better of a head coach than Frank Reich or do we think that it's actually Bryce Young who's I think it's a lot of a lot of factors uh but Frank Reich is probably the biggest factor in uh Bryce Young not playing well but yeah I mean look Frank Reich like he when when they made the hire I thought it was solid but Bryce Young just doesn't seem ready um I don't see just there's not a lot of talent on this team, um, and it just it just hurts that you had to give up, you had to give up the farm to go get Bryce Young, who, you know, he's a rookie. We'll see how he does the rest, you know, the rest of the year and then the next couple of years. But right now, it doesn't look great, and the future is pretty bleak right now. And for, as well as for the Bears, I mean, we'll see what they do with the quarterback position. Um, I I, that, I hope they get the next guy right if Fields isn't the guy because you have you're most likely going to have. 
If not the number one pick, you're going to have a top three pick, and we'll see what they do with it. Do, so. yeah. do you do you buy in to the – if you guys don't get the number one pick, I think we all know who the number one pick is going to be. It's going to be Caleb Williams. But do you we buy into the Drake May hype that's been going not around really. right now? Um, look, he's got a strong arm. I We'll see how, how he does in the last few weeks of the season. I, yeah, I as a prospect, he's, they, I take Caleb Williams pe- over him all day. People are falling in love with – like they, they look at this kid. He's this, tall. He's got a big arm. And they just fall in love with him with what they could possibly do with him, but if you don't get the right coaching around him, right? This like feels ben, like, like another just or... no. UNC Duke overhyped quarterback. He's not. We've he's, seen. He's not. He's not Trubisky. In the, in the past, you don't think so? <laughs> no, he's not Trubisky. I, I mean, I I would cry if he is. I because I really like Drake May. I, <laughs> I, I think know. he's a great kid. I think he's he's got a. Mac, uh, Mac Brown's quarterback success uh, from quarterbacks he has taught. And or he has coached in college. Not it's good. not a good resume not that good. he has up right now. Other his best player may be Sam Howell, or maybe one year Vince yeah. Young. But you yeah. could argue, but uh, I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't. He does Howell. not have a good track record when it comes to producing quarterbacks. And this, I can already smell just the bust potential on Drake May. I, I, it's too early to call. I'd but rather get Caleb Williams because it, you saw what he did against Washington even though they lost. He looks I mean, he was really, phenomenal. really good. Yeah, I, I mean, um, obviously you guys are definitely in the running to get Caleb Williams, and it's not really close right now considering yeah, how bad Carolina's been Maybe the, maybe the move playing. off of Kyler Murray and they get the number one pick maybe. and they get him, which yeah, God, was, I hope they keep Kyler. That's going to be big for Kyler because he's coming back this week. He's This is his I really test Kyler plays to stay well. in Arizona. I Call of Duty Modern Warfare well. 3 this, has this also come out. I need it bad because it's the one less team to get Caleb Williams. Yep. So, all right, on to the picks. Um, due to time constraints, uh, we'll all find some close games that we can do um, just spread wise and some good games we can start off with the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens that's AFC North showdown this should be a fun one at 1 o'clock the Ravens are 6.5 point favorites in this game up in Baltimore what do you got in Baltimore yes this is in Baltimore okay yeah Six and a half. Because that's because I really like Cleveland's defense a lot. It's, it's the and then you got the fact that every, they're divisional they've been rivals. Every team, but I just don't. Does that continue against an AFC North opponent? I think Have they played each other. The, it's a tough game. I I think it's going to end up being the Ravens. I think they don't cover, but I think they're going to end up winning in a very ugly uh, defensive battle. This team, I think, is more talented offensively than the Browns are. Deshaun Watson continues to look like an absolute mess of a contract signing. And, yeah, I think they have the slight edge on offense over Cleveland, and for that reason, I'm going to take the Ravens. But I think the Browns will end up covering. I I'm think also, six and a half yeah. is a little I'm too I'm also going to take the Ravens. I mean, they've been trouncing every team. The Browns have a great defense, but, you know, I mean, who? Yeah, they beat the 49ers. They played some decent opponents, but I'm going to take the Ravens in this game. Um, I think – they can cover that six and a half. They've been looking just – they're the best team in football right now. I'm going to take the Ravens. I will take the Browns spread. I, I do think Baltimore is going to win, but uh, six and a half here. They've already played each other, so I feel like Cleveland defensively is going to come uh, back with some juice, uh, try to figure out what they're going to do about Lamar, uh, Keaton Mitchell, if they're going to use Keaton Mitchell again. Um, I do think Baltimore will win, but I do think Cleveland will keep it within that six and a half. Next up we got – um, we got the San Francisco 49ers. This is a good one. At the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, two teams that are uh, playing very well this season. Uh, 49ers are a three-point spread in Duval. 
Uh, this is tough. Because uh, they're both coming off buys. <laughs> but so. one team is playing a lot better than the other recently. I'm like, gonna, you know what? I'm gonna like go the 49ers bounce back game here. Um, off a bye, I, I just they've been struggling the past few weeks, but I don't think that continues. I think they get a bounce back spot here against Jacksonville. It'll be a fun game to watch. I'll take uh, the 49ers minus a three though. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the 49ers as well. Um, the one weak point in this Jacksonville offense right now has been their uh, O line play. Um, they yeah. definitely don't have the strongest O-line uh, in the NFL right now. And the 49ers have probably the best defensive line in front seven in all of the NFL. I, I think, I'd say that confidently. I, yeah. I'd say that pretty – yeah. And yeah. First game for Chase this Young. This is going to be the first game for Chase Young. I, I mean, this team is going to definitely get after Trevor Lawrence, I think, in a way that he has not really been attacked so far this season. Mm-hmm. And I – I love T Law. I love what the Jacksonville Jaguars have been doing, but I think they're gonna struggle off offensively against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So give me the 49ers to win it. Yeah, I'll take the 49ers as well, so I'll take them. I just can't see Kyle Shanahan letting this team get to five and four after a five and zero start. I I think he's he's he had some cooking in this in that bye week for them. They'll like you said, they'll get after Trevor. I think Purdy will have a slightly uh, well, hopefully, a better we'll have game. a better game that he has had the last three years. I mean, three weeks. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I'll take the Niners. Next up, uh, sneaky good game. We got the Houston Texans and at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals are six point favorites. For me, the Bengals have been really good right now, but the Texans have also been good too. I I think the Texans can keep this close. So. I'll take the Texans plus six. This is I. I'm really, really excited. This is a to sneaky see this fun game. game. Who would this have thought a... week one? Hey, down the pipeline, week ten, we're gonna have a f- awesome, super fun matchup between I, the Texans and the Bengals. I am concerned for the Bengals' wide receiver health right now. Um, obviously, no T. Higgins this week, and it's Might. looking like maybe no Jamar Chase so as they're gonna well. Have to lean on Tyler. So Boyd. Tyler Boyd is gonna have uh, to be their wide receiver one. And, I still, even for that reason, I I still can't bet against Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I think their defense has been playing uh really really well so far to start the season too, um and so I think, especially with it being it's in Cincinnati too. So it is, yeah. Yeah, give me give me the Bengals to win it in a in a very very close and fun shootout. I think. So the line six. It is yeah. okay. So. Yeah, I'll take Houston to keep it within that six. You mentioned the wide receiver health problems. That That is a big problem. Uh, so I think the Texans will keep it within that. I do think the Bengals will still win. They're still at home. Uh, Tyler Boyd will have a big game. I think also who's going to have a big game is, uh, hopefully I don't butcher his name, Andre Iosavas. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He is a he is a wide receiver that was just drafted out of Princeton. He he's got everything. He's 6'3, 212. He runs like a 4'4 four, 440. Four, I think he's gonna have a huge game filling in for those two wide receivers. Well, one that's gonna be out, one that probably will be out. So yeah, give me the Bengals to win, but um Texans to keep it within six. Next up, uh Jack's Pittsburgh Steelers are a three point favorite against Green Bay at Pittsburgh. I don't know. <laughs> how did how know. did you guys let that happen? I don't three know. point favorites against Green Bay? So usually they give the Pittsburgh too. Usually they give the home team game. three because right, they're at home. So the books basically think of these teams as the same. And I don't disagree. I don't know what to think about this game. I'll take the Steelers to win outright and I'll take them at minus three and a half. But 
I'm not taking that confidently. I'm I, also I'm also gonna take the uh, the Steelers. I mean, I, I don't Jordan know Love how... does not. He hasn't done. Green Bay's offense is the most boring. Uh, this yeah. is one of the most boring teams in the league right now. What What are you gonna do, Jordan Love, when you have T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith coming right down yeah. the pipe? Over very low scoring game too. This is gonna be ugly. Over I, Zach Tom and Josh uh, Nijman, who are their tackles? Packers. Well, I, David Bakhtiari once again. So yeah, he's out. Yeah. So uh, I'll take the Steelers. Yeah. Um. I I guess Vegas put this because they saw an impressive twenty to three against probably one of the worst defensive teams in the NFL right now. And the led LA by Rams. Brett Rippin. Yeah. Yeah. Super so, convincing guys. Yeah. Definitely really convincing to put that minus three and a half. This game is not going to be close. Jordan Love is just not that good. You don't guy. think it's going to be close? I don't. I really, this is, I think score you know we, wise. You know we can't score over seven. I think points, score correct? wise it's going to look close, but like if you On watch the, the game, wise. Pittsburgh's just going to dominate. I feel like this is a push type of game. Pittsburgh's going to win an ugly like 17 to 14 game. And, but, that 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 score will definitely probably not look. It'll legit, be closer than the game looks. I think I we're going to get a, like a 10 to like 7 game. Oh god. It's oh going to be god. terrible to watch and I'm going to have to bleach my eyes That's out after some, it. Some some good old fashioned <laughs> football this week. Good old I mean, fashioned football. Good old fashioned smash mouth terrible offenses. So fun. great defenses. Uh yeah, it's god, this. this is sicko. That's a sicko game right yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, on to the late slate, we got the Detroit Lions at the Chargers. The Chargers are starting to play some better football right now. I know it's they're against two bad teams, the Bears and then the Jets. I mean, the Jets they have a good defense and they put up twenty seven. So that was kind of, I know the Chargers defense played really well. Zach Wilson not a good performance, uh, didn't really show up at all. So I mean, the Chargers are playing kind of better football football right now. Um, but that place is gonna be filled with Lions fans. I'm gonna take the Lions at SoFi. That is a sneaky game, though. I'm not very confident in that pick, but I will take the Lions. Um, yeah, really big home game here for the uh, Detroit Lions. <laughs> yes. uh, it's SoFi. Um, yeah, this is. I'm I'm excited for this game. Um, I think Detroit definitely has the edge on uh, Los Angeles. I am also really excited to see how many crazy fourth down uh, attempts that are uh, that both of these head coaches these conjure games. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we're we're going to see. I think we're not going to see much punting this game. No, no, no. Because um, say the least. Because what's so. going to happen is is one coach is going to is going to go for it on fourth, and, and then, then the, the other, other one has gonna, to. Yeah. So they have to like they have to big go, ego they each other go, and just go back go and forth, forth down for fourth down. And so both um, teams combined for fifteen fourth down conversions is yeah, going to be great. Yeah. Um. Yes, Chargers have been playing great football, but Lions coming off a bye week, finally almost fully healthy right now. Um, it's looking like Montgomery and some of those guys who have been out for a couple of weeks are going to come back and play mm-hmm. this week. Um, so we finally get to see this team um, almost fully healthy. Of course, still missing C.J. Gardner-Johnson. But, yeah, I, I expect this team to come out banging after bye week, especially with that first-half stretch they have. Um, and the Chargers are coached by Brandon Staley. So, yeah, give me the uh, Lions to win this one and so far. I fully agree. They'll cover. Definitely. It is yeah, a little scary. I mean, Lions are coming off a bye, I believe. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yes, they're coming nice. off a bye. Um, but I feel like teams, Eastern teams going on the West Coast is sketchy. That is um, true. It, it, it's a good thing this is a this is a four o'clock game, so it'll be about one a one p.m. body time so, for uh, the so Detroit it, Lions. It'll so. feel like for them when they're usually playing football, they're yeah. gonna play football. Yeah, so the uh, time will I'm, be different. I'm but. not too worried about the the East Coast to West Coast travel, uh, especially with yeah, what time I this game is. But yeah, yeah we'll uh, it will be definitely a fun one to watch. Uh, 
Sunday night. God, these do we want to talk about these these night games? These night games are terrible. It's got to stop. These I mean, have to stop. We'll make a pick real quick just because it's a primetime game. Uh, Jets at the Raiders. I like the Raiders in this game. Antonio Pierce's guys are kind of pl- – they're playing for him. Um, I, and the Jets, I I have given up on the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson hasn't shown me anything really. Uh, their defense can only do so much. This is going to be an ugly game. I'm going to take yeah. the Raiders though. I really like Robert Sala, but he what he's doing with Zach Wilson, how we just can't – come to the fact that Zach Wilson is just not the guy. Everybody can see it besides Robert Sala. I'm even sure Robert Sala can see it as well. He's just not doing anything about it. He's going to he's gonna mess around and lose the locker room if he keeps trying out Zach Wilson. Yeah, so I mean, I'll go with the Raiders. Yeah, where, where, what you said, we're already seeing a lot of frustration from the offensive players on the team yeah. with mm-hmm. the handling of the Court quarterback situation. I mean, obviously, I obviously, they it, it really is out of their control, the fact that their star QB only played uh, three plays for yep. the entire season. Uh, luckily, he he somehow looks like he's going to come back. He might be like back week, week 12, 17, honestly. week 18, yeah. Maybe it's like sometime soon. Absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah, um, give me the Raiders at home for this one. Antonio Pierce has seemed to really turn that team around. Yeah. They have immediately bought into what he is preaching and – it's something that he he seems like he's the perfect guy to coach the Las Vegas Raiders. I agree. And yeah, give me give me the Raiders to continue on a little two game win streak for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another disgusting game on Monday Night Football. Uh, the Broncos and the Bills. Oh, yes. I mean, Bills are seven point favorites. I have no idea. Who would have thought ten weeks ago this would be the ugliest game of the week? Because I. It's the Denver defense at Buffalo, so I have to go Buffalo. But like, I don't know. What Buffalo I don't want to. Showing up, I, I yeah. I'll go. I'll go Buffalo. I guess. I. I mean, we'll see. If Buffalo team shows up, but Denver. I mean, they're not much better. So it's just another ugly game to watch. Uh, I'll take. I'll take Buffalo. I guess at home. So yeah. I mean, we'll see if they bounce back. That's a good way to put it for this game. I guess. I am gonna sure. go. With the Denver Broncos to win this game, win to win. I'm gonna go with the Denver Broncos to the win this game. Plus two seventy five okay. money. Line. They're coming they, off. They are coming off a bye. That is true. This is the worst Bills team I have seen in the last five years yeah. by far. Since their window has opened They're, up, this is the worst iteration. Of while the, team. the Broncos defense, yes, has been statistically one of the worst. They have played significantly better. They've the past playing? four. I was about to say, I, they've, been playing, they've been playing statistically better in the past month or so. I I expect them to give, I think they're going to give Josh Allen a little bit of trouble here. And I think that offense might be able to do just enough, like we saw them do against Kansas City, to, to win this type of game. I, I They're kind of going on the right path right now. I, I know they had a really, really ugly start to the season, but mm-hmm. they've had two straight wins. They're coming off a bye week, too. I... I think I think Sean Payton's going to pull it off, and I think we're going to be talking about a four and five Denver Broncos team that yeah. has found themselves right and back a five in the playoffs. Five and five Vegas. Buffalo Bills team. Yep. If they lose to Denver, we brought up the Sean McDermott possibly being on the hot seat. I don't. Not saying he's going to get. He should get fired. But, but it's definitely possible by the end. Of this that seat's going to get scalding hot. You can't lose to this Denver team, and if they do, I I think it it'll be the most sicko thing to happen. It'll be so fun. I think it, and funny. I, and I'm rooting for I it. I just I want to root on the. It, I I love watching the Bills' downfall so far this season. <laughs> I've too. been hammering it. And again, this is the most fake good team. <laughs> they are so fugazi this year, and it's time that the Denver Broncos finally show the true colors of the oh. D- Bill, Buffalo Bills 
Give me the Denver Broncos. All to of win. the table uh, manufacturers in Buffalo are very happy right now because oh, those man. fans have nothing to jump through tables for right now. Yeah, once you hit five and five, you can't really be jumping <laughs> tables, uh, jumping no, through not tables at all. like that. So, yeah. Did you make a pick, Jack? Uh, I I take the Bills. I just I deeply want what you're saying to happen, Oscar, to happen. I just don't see it. I I think uh, oh, Buffalo will cover. Yeah. I we'll mean, come, we'll, this, we will be back. These primetime games are disgusting. So, <laughs> group chat's gonna fun, blow you know, good, good sicko, sicko game to watch. So, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the pile. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. We should have it out on Friday evening. Right now it's three forty-one, so we should have it out in the next twenty minutes. So, for myself, Jada Coster, Oscar Anderson, and uh, Jack David, this has been the pile on here at Impact Eighty Nine FM. You can listen to this podcast on spot. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you guys next time. Enjoy the football weekend.